Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Why waste your liquid gold in a breast pad? Wear the BPA-free Milky's Milk Saver and effortlessly collect every last drop of milk while you breastfeed. You can wear it on the opposite breast while breastfeeding or pumping to collect the letdown. Head to BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com for the link and use promo code BADASS for 10% off of everything at Fairhaven Health. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, the Lactation Consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we are going to talk about stress today. I know. I'm so stressed out. <laughs> I thought for out. a minute, like, hey, this could be totally like my own therapy session. But right. it's stress with breastfeeding, you know, or stress with mommyhood or stress with your home, whatever. And But if you're a breastfeeding mom, how does that impact your breastfeeding? Does well, it impact your breastfeeding? About that. And is it, it's like, well, it's like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed out. My, I, I have low milk supply. I'm really stressed out, and the stre- stress does stress affect my milk supply, and it's like this evil, vicious cycle. It's you know where then you're stressing out, then you're stressing out about stressing out, and and it's just yeah, and then you just see your milk drying up, like you know, it's oh going away. I remember this one mom, or this one woman, I should say that I worked with years and years ago when I worked with Wick. She was hilarious, and she was like talking about how stressed she was when her daughter was born i think maybe her daughter was sick or something and she's like and then there's like acid coming out my breasts because she was so stressed <laughs> out but it's like this will not there really happen really. to you you will not have acid coming out your breasts i promise you yeah. that will not happen no and i was just thinking about this before we you know when i was trying to remember what we were talking about today <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, yeah, stress. And then I was thinking about, like, how funny it is, stress, because if stress dried up your breast milk, no one would be able to breastfeed. No. Because there's no such thing as not being stressed out when you're a new mom. It doesn't exist. You know what I mean? It doesn't exist. It's not even like, maybe there's a spectrum, sure, because, you know, people go, people are going through different things. Um. But but nobody would be their breast milk. We would as a species, we would be extinct. Right. Yeah. Because there's certain if you think back to like, you know, a million years ago or whatever, when people are dealing with the elements of nature and tigers walking around like (laughs) tigers (laughs) and all this craziness. I mean, that's really that's very stressful. Yeah. Well, you know, we think about a long time ago, but think about people around the world right now. I mean, people, mm-hmm. refugees are war. jumping on boats, fleeing war-torn countries. I mean, and these people have full milk supplies. And that's how their babies are getting through it. Right. The it, one you thing know, I think that mamas don't realize, too, because sometimes it's so, like, the way our body works is such a, you know, such a mystery sometimes. But yeah. that oxytocin response, which is so active when you're breastfeeding your baby actually will help to you know to ease some of that stress. Yes. so it's therapeutic to yeah, breastfeed that's true yeah that and also just like your baby forcing you to sit down mm-hmm. you know just the just the uh, you know I, I mean i love baby wearing and i love all of that stuff of being able to be mobile and breastfeed but also just being able just seeing it as a as a, as a way of being forced to sit down 
for a minute and just relax. Mm-hmm. You know, you're freaking out about your dirty house or you're freaking about, you know, your your partner or your, the, you know, the state of the world right now. Like, you know, all this stuff deserves, you know, to be stressed out about a little bit. But but breastfeeding in and of itself just requires you to kind of sit down and take a second, look at your baby and like really brings you into the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of one of the things that nature intended too. like, yeah, you know, it, this it's we shouldn't be trying to do a zillion things. Right. While we're breastfeeding. Exactly. It's just not meant to be like that but our society and just this is the way life is now right um i had a mom at my support group the other day and she's been struggling a lot with the feedings and the baby's got you know a tongue tie and she's having a lot of pain and she was like and i think there's like some stuff background at home or whatever and she was like i just he seems so fussy after feedings and i just don't think he's getting i think this you know all this stress has really impacted my supply so much can we weigh him and, and see what he's doing? Like, I want to weigh him before and then after I feed him. And I'm like, yeah, sure, of course. That baby transferred like five ounces of milk in probably, I don't know, less than 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And she was like, but he's so fussy after. And it's like, sometimes I think we're just hyper aware when we're stressed out. And then every yeah. little thing the baby does, we kind of think, yes. oh, my gosh, it must not be. It must be impacting my milk. It must be impacting my milk. But. The only time that I've truly, really seen it, like, impact a milk supply, what I've seen happen is that stress can impact your milk letdown. Oh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, so it's like you might feel like, okay, the baby's not getting the milk. It's not that the milk's not there. It's it's you're not relaxing enough for that milk to come down. Yeah. But sometimes, like, in when women go back to work, that's exactly what happens. You're trying to pump. You're yes. trying to go. Especially out- with pumping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're trying to figure out a work routine. You're trying to, you know, deal with coworkers. It's all of that together. And that can, is enough to, like, impact your letdown. And usually then, like, if I'm trying to determine, okay, is it a letdown thing? Is it a, you know, a, a stress? What, what is going on here? Moms will usually say, like, I still feel full after I pump. Or I still feel like mm-hmm. I'm not really getting everything out or, you know. And that's just your milk isn't letting down. It's there. It's not letting down. We just need. But the more you get in your own head, then the worse it is, too. Yeah, the, right, right. And that and that's what I say, especially with pumping, because I remember pumping and just sitting there literally staring at my nipples, waiting for the milk to come out. Right. And that's like the last thing that's going to happen if you're staring at your nipples. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just not going to come out. No, it's like a, watching a pot of water boil. Right, right, right. That's exactly. Yeah. And, and that, that's why that's why that's why we say, like, when you're pumping, have a private area that's quiet, you know, where you can, you know, or even breastfeeding, you know, sitting down and being able to relax for a minute, mm-hmm. you know, well, that's what you need. That's, what, that's how, yeah, that's a, that'll make it let down. Yeah. Um, some, I had one mom tell me one time that she noticed that when she was either sitting there talking with somebody else or just watching TV and not paying any attention to the pumping, she got way more milk, like twice as much. Yes, right. And it's like those little things really do help a lot. So watch, you know, watch something on, get your iPad, watch something on, on Netflix or whatever, you know, whatever. But Yeah, there's all kinds of things people do. I hear people like will record their baby crying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which God, can the help, you know. we can do now, like with our I know. Phones. So helpful. And then, or like picture, like doing like visualization yeah. and like closing your eyes and kind of meditating and, and like imagining yourself as a fountain, like just milk spewing out, like you're a fountain in a town square. 
and there's just like f- like milk is spraying out of your breasts. Like oh it's uh, it's hilarious, but it works. Yeah, you just gotta relax. Yeah, you gotta relax, and it really mother. I will even I go into so many details. I mean, like literally, scan your body, relax yes. your shoulders, relax your arms, like relax your stomach, or like you know, go go through your whole body and relax all of those muscles. Mm-hmm. That, you know, the yoga breathing, the deep breathing, mm-hmm. um, all of that stuff, you know, just anything that's going to just kind of relax you and put you in a different place. Um, I think the more then you go to hook yourself up to your pump and you're like, oh, my God, what if I don't get anything? What happened? Yeah. What am I going to have to do? Am I going to have to supplement? Why do I have to go through this? Like all this stuff. And that's just enough to make your body go. Rrr. Yeah, right. Which is not a thing where now you have to. You know, now there's like a huge problem you're going to be dealing with. It's like you're literally in that moment. If mm-hmm. you relax, it'll happen. It's not a, it's not this ongoing problem that you're not going to be able to get out of. Like literally in that very moment, you can relax your body and let it happen. Right. And I think it's important too. the month really that the milk is not gone. Yes. That. Yes. Right. The milk's not going this, anywhere. This milk, this, this episode's about stress. The, it's here. <laughs> We're going to talk about this for 30 minutes, but the short answer is no. It does not affect, does not dry up your milk. Stress does not dry up your milk. It does not make it taste like, you know, feet or whatever people say. They're like, oh, milk affects the way, does it affect (laughs) something, whatever. You know, people say, people say it's going to affect the taste. No. Mm -mm. People worry about that. Oh, I must, I'm stressed out. Milk, you know, my baby's not nursing i think it tastes different and i hear a lot of people say too which i still i'm not you know i'm not sure i 100 percent after one of these days you know when i'm run out of things to read and things to do i'll <laughs> research whether or not if mom is nervous and trying to breastfeed if that totally impacts the whole process and because people will say that all the time well if you're stressed and nervous then the baby can feel it and that's going to throw everything off and I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I, how I feel about that. You know, I mean. Well, they, I mean, you, you know, you hear about like, you know, like mom is stressed out and then baby can feel it. I think there is some truth to that. But I don't know if that would stop a baby from nursing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I said like think... if I ever have the time to sit and research that, I will. But yeah. I don't, I just don't know. I don't like... know if there's like a huge body of evidence right now that proves that or right. that would really, you know, support that. And if anything, if baby is nervous, you know, if, if they are feeding off of you, the thing that they're going to want to do is nurse. Mm-hmm. And be skin to skin, which is what they and do when they're skin- nursing. Right. Right. So, yeah. So don't worry about it. Because then if, you know, if you're being nervous is passing down to the baby, then you, what you're doing right then, trying to nurse and trying to relax is exactly what yeah. is needed right there. Sometimes you just need to like... You know, especially if it's a situation where maybe it's like a newborn and you're having trouble getting that latch and it's stressing you out and you think it's impacting uh-huh. how, the, how much milk the baby's getting or anything like that. I mean, take a deep breath, put the baby skin to skin with you, you know, give it a couple of breaths and start again. The baby is with you. Right. They're going to be like, that's where they want to be. And it's going to work. But the more yeah. flustered God, you I... get, the harder it's going to yeah. be for everything to get together. Yeah, and that's such a good point because I feel like I remember that. I remember like getting stuck in these moments where I was like trying to get him to latch on and like stressing out that he wasn't latching on. And I, I couldn't find like a way out of that. Like I, I couldn't just say like, okay, wait a minute. Let's just get up, 
let's all, you know, let's all just, you know, get a drink. Let's all just like start over. Let's just start over again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't have that mindset. I was just like in on the couch in a panic. Right. And you can't, you don't have the, especially as a new mom, you don't have that, always have that ability to, to be like, okay, wait, like, let's just stop and start over again. Cause you're just so focused and so anxious in that moment. Oh God. It's terrible. And I remember, I mean, and there's always, there's always like a mountain of things going on, you know, like with Jack, I was supplementing with formula out of the hospital and then I was at home you know, thinking, oh, God, this baby prefers the bottle. You know, what am I going to do? Breastfeeding is going to be over. And now he won't latch. He's super fussy. And so, you know, there wasn't like, there was just a mountain of things Mm -hmm. on my mind. You know, it's not just like one problem. Okay, this one problem has a solution. Like it doesn't, your brain is not in that place. Oh, my God. There's so many outside influences. It's just in complete chaos. Yeah. It's just, it's just to kind of like step back and be like, okay. When I do home visits, so often moms will be like, oh, great. Or even like, even if they come to my office, you know, but when I'm at their home, they're always like, well, you're going to have to move in because now the baby's doing great, you know, <laughs> or this, you're going to have to do this. Cause now. And I really think, you know, part of it is too that, you know, I'm kind of like doing stuff with the baby before they, before we latch them to see, okay, where, you know, where are we with things or whatever. And I'm talking with the mom, but they're also a lot more calm because they know I'm there and it's like I'm sitting next to them. If the baby freaks out, I'm there to kind of step in and help with that. So it's like that confidence of, okay, I'm not by myself right now. I don't have to be the one that is solely responsible for making this work. There's somebody else here that's going to help me with this. Yeah. And, and also just somebody else there. Mm-hmm. Just somebody else, anybody else. Right. Anybody you know, if else? you don't have a person who's la- a lactation consultant coming over, like, just like a friend or your mom or or somebody come over and sit with you. I mean, like having, see, I feel like if you're like, when you're alone, you go into like, you go into this alternate reality, you know, where like, you're just trapped in these thoughts and in this moment. And it's like hard to even know what's going on. And like having another person there just kind of grounds you. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, okay, here we are. It's Tuesday. It's like, you know, we're, we're here right now. Everything's fine. And that's why it's so, I mean, you can, you know, if you don't, I, I didn't have, I mean, I had friends, but I didn't have friends that had babies and I really didn't want them around. <laughs> when I first had my baby, I was like, tra- I was totally like locked myself in my house and like just went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And, you know, I realized that like really having like a community or having other people there would have really helped. Like, even if it was just going to a meetup or going to a La Leche League meeting where, you know, there's just somebody, there's other people. And sometimes you have to drag yourself to that point. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's really, it's, and I remember even like, you know, however many years and years ago it was with my kids, I remember panicking when their father went back to work, mm. you know, like feeling that like, oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? And because, you know, then I'm alone. alone. Yeah. It's scary. It is. And it's a long day. I mean, I, you know, I mean, single parents. I mean, you were a single, you were a single parent for a while, right? Yeah. You were not, not breastfeeding. No, but they were still tiny. They were like two. They were, yeah. I mean, those are like, I mean, I spend most of my day just looking at the clock. 
Like, when is my husband going to get here? And sometimes I'm even like, I cannot wait until daddy gets home. You know, and like, I realize that I've got an out. I mean, you're a single parent. You don't have an out. Right. You don't have any way. I mean, you really like, that's really tough on the stress. Oh, God. There's no end of the day. There's no end of, you know, there's just no end. And it is hard. And a lot of times when people will ask about that, of course, this is like a whole different topic. But I didn't like necessarily my children going to to their dads just because then you're without them. You know, nobody wants to be without yeah. their children. Yeah, no. But it was a break, you know. And when moms oh, would ask yeah. me, like, if I have friends that are going through a divorce or something like that, they'd be like, well, how, you know, like, how do you, how did you handle that being separated from your child for, you know, overnight or for a weekend or a Sunday all day or whatever? And I was like, you know what? It was when you're doing it every day by yourself, it's kind of, you need that, you need that time. But that's a whole different. Story. That we should do an episode on that because there's other things that I want to add to that, which we can get to in another episode. But that's a really good point. And that's actually like, it just puts a different spin on it. I mean, for people, if they're going through that right now, I mean, I think in the beginning, it's hard to imagine that because you're just in so much, like, it's just so traumatizing to, yeah. to to know that you'll be separated from your kids. But to someday be able to see it as like, okay, I have like a little bit of time for myself. I know they're okay. You mm-hmm. know, I know that. You know where they are. They're okay. And I have some time. With it. That's, yeah, that's. that's it's not like they're with a stranger, you know. Right. Exactly. Which is stressful, too. And that's, you know, and again, back to the stress. I mean, that's another thing that, you know, you're going back to work. Oh. Well, you know, you're, now you're thinking about you're leaving your baby at, at a daycare or, or whatever. And then, I mean, there's endless amounts of things to be stressed out about. I think you had a really good point in the beginning when you said, you know, what what new mother doesn't have stress? Really, what new mother? And it all depends on how we handle it and you know, how, how we deal with our stress and anxiety and all of that stuff. But we all, it's, it's there, whether you're worried about going back to work, whether you're worried about a baby that maybe was early and not doing, you know, maybe sicker and then has jaundice or, you know, in the NICU or something, or you're worried about, you know, how many families I have that either change jobs or move right at the same time they're having a baby. Like, that is so stressful. I know. I, I was like going to grad school. I was like a woman who was pregnant. I was like, what in the world? <laughs> I've had moms that had to go back like within a week or whatever yeah, because yeah. of school, like school stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, it's just one class. It's okay. And it's like, it's a lot. It's a, lot, a lot when you're considering that you're sleep deprived and you're trying to get a routine together and it's it's a lot to put on yourself, but I feel like in our society we're like, oh, I can just do it. I can do it. What's the big deal? I'll do it. It's not it's not a big deal. It needs to get done. I'll do it. How about a word from our sponsor? Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. With the Milky's milk tray, you can freeze your breast milk into one ounce sticks so you can thaw just the right amount of milk for each feed reusable and environmentally friendly and can be used for baby food later head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for the link and use promo code badass for 10 percent off of everything at fairhaven health so yeah so there's always something going on you're not just having a baby you're having a baby and solving all the world's problems at the same time 
Yeah. And you're, you're right. Is that there's, you know, we're always, and we're always just doing it. We're always just saying, yes, we just need to do it. You know, we're going to, you know, we can get it done. I'm superwoman. And like you are, you are going to get it all done and you are superwoman and it's true. But like, if you can say no, say no. Yeah, absolutely. And And it's not just because, just because stress is normal doesn't mean that you should deal with it if you don't have to. Right. You know, if there's situations that you can, that you can get out of or just say, you know, not right now or later or whatever, just do it. And there have been situations where I've had moms that were struggling legitimately with milk supply because there were so many other things going on that they weren't able to breastfeed on demand or pump like they need to. Yeah. And that is a very legitimate problem. You know, when you're being yeah. pulled in a million directions and I've mm-hmm. had, another, oh, I just can't, I just can't. I'm so busy. I'm moving. I'm packing. I've got another child. Right. I just can't right now find the time to feed on demand. So I'm leaving bottles and, you know, like, so that kind of stuff will, it, first of all, then it's going to make you more stressed, but it's just a really hard time to do anything else when, right after you have a baby. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. And then we're all, yeah. And we're doing it all alone. And there's people, again, there's people in different life situations that, that, you know, some people are able to have more choices about, you know, uh, when they come, when they have a new baby, you know, some people can wait to go back to work. Some people can quit their job altogether. Some people have partners. Some people have, you know, money, you know, these things all help. I've had moms that that don't baby nurses. Yeah. And people that don't, are going to be dealing, you know, with, with, you know, with more stress, but it's not going to, don't worry. Your milk is still there. Yes. That really is the and bottom line. Your milk's not going anywhere. Yeah. And there, and if you are in those situations, then, you know, I mean, I think certain, and, you know, especially in communities where there aren't a lot of resources, these communities really rely so much on, you know, family and neighbors Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's other communities that are really bad at that. Oh, yeah. You know, we get really isolated. You know, think about like suburban America, like where everyone's in their little the rectangle house and they don't know their neighbors. They don't speak to their neighbors like that mom is totally isolated. And then there's a mom in another community who's, you know, she has other life stresses, but they, you know, she's she's. She's utilizing her. Her other resources, which is generally like family and neighbors. Right. And it's just made me think of a situation a couple years ago where my mom had her first baby and she was calling me and and she called me. She said, she told me later on that it was Christmas Eve and I took the time to talk with her and she was a mess and all this stuff. And I don't even remember that. So that tells you (laughs) how much it impacts me when people call me on the holidays because it does not. (laughs) But, um, I came to find out it wasn't like through a private client. It was somebody through the pediatrician's office. You Mm -hmm. know, she was a patient at the pediatrician's office. And then when I actually talked face to face with her later on, when she was getting ready to have her second baby, she lives two doors down from me. And I'm like, you could have come and knocked on my door. Like I could have just come to your house, you know, like no one's going to do that. Right. Like, but the point is that she didn't know that the lactation consultant from her doctor's office lived two doors down from her. And I didn't know oh, that my neighbor was pregnant. I didn't even know her. <laughs> like, you know, like this is how isolated we are. This is, 
and it yeah, was yeah this is this is the, uh, I swear to god <laughs> you might as well just leave that one in because this is just how the day is gonna go it's stressful uh, yeah I mean I can't get through like a 30 minute podcast without being bombarded by everybody I know you know, um, but yeah, so I didn't yeah, even know, is, you know, but people are like, nobody talks to each other. No, everybody stays inside for six months when it's cold out. You know, it's just True. unbelievable how we do not and have then, that community. Right. And then, yeah. And then we are so closed off and we're so, and then, you know, that it, it creates this like really heavy um, reliance on doctors Again, and then this is where we're getting our advice from these people who are not trained in lactation and they're giving us their opinions on things, you know, because they because we don't have this community right. of people to help us, you know, like in other in, on, in other communities and other countries in like older village settings. People weren't as stressed. So we talk about like people, you know, like way back being stressed about like the elements, but there was also this heavy reliance on community. Mm hmm. Which would took a lot of the burden, and and you know, like we say, it takes a village, like it really does, and we don't have that village anymore. But how good do you feel when you can just sit and talk with somebody yeah. that you trust, and about you know the crap that goes on in your life? If you can just sit and talk, and yeah. just be like, you know, it just melts a lot of it away. It does. And if you're with really other does. moms or other people that you know have. Maybe even if they're older babies or whatever, like my sister's kids were, you know, a few years older than me, but it helped to sit and talk with them. You know, it was calming and because they had been through it. So it was, it was good. And that's, we're just, we're missing that. Yeah. It's true. And it causes so much stress. Mm -hmm. When you feel like you have to take it on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, your milk is, you know, your milk is there. It's not going anywhere. It's not like... No, and I... Yeah, I think it's a lot harder to affect your milk supply than people think. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, people think, oh, I just passed by a peppermint plant, and I'm going <laughs> to, you know, now my milk is drying up. You know, I can't have a, you know, I don't know. There are all these things about, like, what dries up your milk. And it's not it's not as magical as as we make it. No. Like, it's really hard to get rid of. Then you have these other people who are like, I weaned a year ago. There's still milk in there. What do I do? I know. And you're like, no, like, that's the thing. It's like, it's not, it's really not that easy to get rid of. It's not. It's, but I think that because it feels so different and we've done episodes before on like, you know, body changes and things like that yeah. and how your body changes and evolves throughout your breastfeeding journey. Even like you go from feeling so full to not feeling full at all anymore, yeah. but there's still the same amount of milk there. Your body's just completely right. adapted. Yeah. So it's just, you know, crazy how different it feels. And people go, oh, my milk must be gone. Yeah. It's gotta be gone. It does. It just feels like this deflated balloon. Yeah. And how can there possibly be anything in there? And then you do like what Diane was talking about. It's like you feed, you weigh the baby before and after a feed. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. How was that in my breast, and how did that get into my baby? That in eight minutes. Yeah. It, yeah. It was right. just, but she, like, that was really powerful for her, I think, because she was like, I can't believe he even just got that much milk because I swear he's not doing anything at all when he's there. Yeah. But that's coming from the stress and anxiety she's feeling of over whatever's happening in her life right now, you know, and she's, like, right. portraying that onto her situation. 
And we all do that to some degree. But if we worry about it, and we do that with our baby and our breastfeeding, then we start supplementing or we start doubting ourselves and we start lacking the confidence to that we can nourish our child. And that's not what it's about. You know, it's, right. Yeah. Nobody should feel like that. No. Right. And we all do. I mean, I think everybody does to some extent. Yeah, I agree. And the, yeah, and the thing is, is that, you know, you're stressing out about your milk. The thing is, is that you're feeling stressed from all different ways. And, you know, we don't, we don't want the stress there, but you have to know that it's normal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Know, it's normal. Normal. Yeah. Some stress is definitely a normal amount of stress. You're going to have ups and downs where you have an extensive amount of stress, but yeah. And still, even that in, in, in within the realm of what's normal in our country, in our culture, I mean, it is normal. Mm-hmm. It's too much and it's not good, but it is normal. But remember, we were talking about earlier that oxytocin, which is released when you're with your baby, holding your baby skin to skin, nursing your baby, that will automatically help to bring down some of those cortisol levels. Yeah. So that is a really important piece of it. So to just kind of neglect it and be like, okay, I'm too stressed. I can't do this right now. That will actually calm you. Yeah. I remember like sitting on the couch, you know, sitting down on the couch to nurse and he would be nursing and I would just be like dozing off. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I suddenly feel so tired. Yeah. Relaxed and tired. And you just yeah. feel, you know, I mean, you feel okay for the most part. But at least in that moment, yeah. you get through the moment. It's what we're all doing, right? Yeah, day to day moments. Oh my gosh, day to day, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, that's all it is. But yeah, so now nobody should be stressed out anymore. I hope. <laughs> Throw your stress are, out don't the window. Worry, your milk is still there. Yeah, your you're not going to get rid of it that easily. Nope, nope, really don't. Breastfeeding is way more resilient than anybody gives it credit for. Mm-hmm. It'll be a okay. good line. Yeah, that was a good point. And we will, uh, we will see you next time. And uh, please leave us a review on iTunes if you can. And uh, also head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for our sponsor links and other episodes. And we'll see ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.